0: Welcome to Because I Said So, a podcast where we amplify youth voices and use age to better understand the world around us. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you find us. It really, really helps others find this podcast. I hope you guys enjoy. Hey, everybody. I don't know what to say. Okay, well, hold on. We have a very special guest Good returning, meeting. returning to the podcast today. Malik, do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Hey guys, I'm Malik Waters. I guess I'm Virginia's friend. Um,
0: okay, rude. I guess.
1: I don't know. No, like I, I was um, me and Virginia like did a podcast. I think. Uh, June, around 2020, it was around the height of the BLM movement. Virginia just, like, kind of questioned me, and like, not, like, in a bad way, but, like, just asked about my opinion and what I thought, and, like, how can we promote change and just unity in this world, and I appreciate her giving up her platform and giving me a voice, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think we talked about, like, especially in education, and we'll get into some of that today, but first, talk about how you've changed and grown, because obviously, things have been so tumultuous since that time so talk a little bit just about like how your life has changed
1: um yeah so I'm we're both now like going back to school which is crazy like I didn't think we're gonna go back that fast but I'm back in school now I'm feeling a lot better about myself now because I think I'm being surrounded by really good people who are just wanting the best for me and I think that's why I'm feeling a lot better than I did um previously but yeah, I'm doing a lot better. Got into college. Um, that's crazy. Talk about that. Talk um, about that. Okay, so I'm going to Rhodes, uh, Rhodes College. It's in Memphis, and um, I'll be studying mathematics, which is insane. Like, is what i it's been it's what I've been wanting to do like my entire life. So that's that's exciting. Um, it's also kind of scary because like. Again, like, this is a whole new environment. I'm going to be surrounded by people I don't know, but I'm trying to, like, stay optimistic about the beauty of change and stuff like that. So, I don't know. It's just, it's just really weird. I don't know. It's really weird. What do you think?
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I think, I think it is really weird because I talked about this in an episode previously, but, like, it does feel like kind of this new chapter of, like, feels like zero to 18 is one part of your life or zero to 17 and then like 18 on is like this different one. And now that like we're entering that, I think it is really scary, but I do feel like I think better about the change because I've seen friends like move away that like are a little bit older than us. And I've been able to keep in touch with them. And I think that that was like one of my biggest fears was that I was going to like lose touch with friends. And I think that I've learned that like you can, and if anything also quarantine, I think taught us that of like, you can keep in touch with the people that you want to keep in touch with.
1: For sure, for sure. But yeah, um, I also yeah, that was um I think uh letting people go was um is gonna be the biggest challenge for me because I love really hard on all my friends and people I care about the most. So letting uh letting them go is gonna be like really hard. But like like you said, I know I can keep in contact, but it's it's weird like not seeing their face all the time, you know, since I've been doing that like all the time up until this point. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. And I think especially, like, I'm somebody who, I I mean, I feel like we all have, like, obviously all of the different love languages to an extent, but one of my bigger ones is quality time. And I think learning how to kind of do that, like, whether that's, like, maybe one thing that I thought of I mean it's something that we had to learn how to do over quarantine but like one thing that I thought about is like maybe doing zoom calls with my friends like having like a dinner thing like over zoom or something but it's like I think learning how to do that is a little bit harder and I think it's going to take some adjustment too
1: yeah yeah I completely agree um oh my god yeah I'm just like you summed it up so well like I have no commentary to add like you literally said everything I was, like, wanting to say, like, but I didn't want to interrupt you because you said it way but I could say.
0: No, no. But, well, I also, I wanted to ask about mental health. You don't have to obviously go into everything, but I know we talked about a little bit. I mean, especially relating to race last time of, like, yeah. how there's a lot of stigma around, mm-hmm. I think, Black men getting, like, mental health. And I think um, you've always been someone who's been very open about that. Or actually... I'm going to say not always. I think that you've grown into that person. I think that you've grown into that person. You <laughs> into that. But um, talk a little bit about that. And I mean, especially during quarantine, Like I feel like everybody was not doing well.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I guess I'm, guess I'm going to be vulnerable for a second. Um, yeah, during quarantine, especially towards like, it was like around like March 2021 to like May 2021, I was in like probably like the worst like place in my life. I just felt so down all the time. And I think it was partially because like, okay, if you know me, like you know I do the musicals at Hume Fog. Um, I think it was because like I didn't do that. I missed out on that. And I saw like all my friends posting about like their days and like how they would like look forward to going rehearsal and like that was like the only thing that was getting them through it and that was something I didn't have and so I felt I got really envious of them and sort of kind of jealous as well and then I think that all like added to me like feeling like worse and worse about myself but I like finally I like called my mom for the first time and like told her about how I was feeling and then we went and got help and yeah now I'm on I'm on Lexapro oh yeah um and being more open about how I'm feeling all the time and trying not to like bottle everything up anymore. But I think like as a black man, like it felt like I lost some of like my pride because I don't really talk about that so much, but that was something I was um, willing to learn to let go kind of because I needed that help at that time, if you know what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I feel like some of the hardest, like, when you get to that, like, lowest low, you kind of, like, have to learn how to, like, lose some of that, like, inhibition, because you're like, okay, it's, Mm -hmm. there's nowhere else to go from here. We're just going to have to grasp onto something. And I I do think that, like, medication, especially, I know, like, even in my family, I think that there's, like, some people that are, like, more conservative about, like, medication, and it's, like, it was definitely, like, a conversation, because I also started medication, recently and I think that it was something that was like a hard conversation to have because I also think that that's part of like a pride thing too of like you're like I can do this myself like I don't need Mm -hmm. medication (laughs) people don't really understand what medication does I think but I do think that it is a really helpful tool I don't think that it's like the only thing like I told you this analogy a lot before but like I think of it like mental health kind of like a ditch like especially like depression or anxiety and like sometimes you can't reach and pull yourself out it's like you need like a little bit of dirt at the bottom of your feet to like helping people to reach out. And so that's how I think about medication. <laughs> I feel like that's, you've heard me say that a billion times. So to you, it's probably like corny by now.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's, it's good. Like the analogy like hits every time. Like it, it makes like complete sense. Like I couldn't <laughs> like summed it up better, but you took an interesting take, but you know, it did its job.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you get nervous? Cause are you planning on doing musical theater at all in college? I know you previously said no, but I want you to so badly because you're so talented.
1: (laughs) No, I'm not. Like, there's times where, like, like, the other day I was, like, thinking about, like, is this the right major for me? But then I was like, yes, it is. Like, this is literally what I want to do. But I don't know, musical theater, it was just, like, something I did for fun. It was just, you know, it was just something I did for fun. It was, like, it was nothing more than that. Like, I never, like, wanted to take it, like, So seriously, even though I did in high school, like I did, like I'm still in high school, but like I took it seriously, like because like I needed to, like for my directors. But like it's never, it was never something I wanted to pursue further on than my high school career. Yeah, but I don't know. I appreciate you like rooting for me, though.
0: Well, I mean, part of the reason (laughs) I do ask is that you said that one reason that your mental health did get bad is because you did feel like isolated from that purpose and those friendships. And so, I mean, I know that for me, my mental health in college is something, especially in the beginning, is something that I'm worried about, especially as we go through all of that change. And so I wanted to ask you, like, how are you feeling about all of that? Like, in terms of your mental health and being worried about that?
1: Um, I try to push that thought aside a lot, but you have forced me to talk about it, <laughs> so I will. Um, I am just, like, super worried about that because I've grown up, very sheltered um and so I don't know how I'm gonna react to being completely like on my own and being my own independent person and like not having my parents there you know like a phone call or like a 30-minute drive away now that's like like a four-hour drive away you know that's something to worry about and I'm going to be surrounded with people I don't know but like I know that, like, I'm not supposed to stay here in my entire life. Like, I know I have to, like, go somewhere else, which I'm, like, learning to, like, understand. But I don't know how my mental health is going to, like, understand that as well. Like, there's something, like, telling me, like, I need to go, but, like, I don't know if my mental health is going to understand that, like, right at that moment. I don't know. It's something weird. It's something so weird to think about because, like, I don't want to go back to that state I was in, you know?
0: but
1: I know I have to like go, you know?
0: Yeah, (laughs) I I completely agree. It's like, and I think it's like, it it was hard, it was definitely like, like similar time period that I think that you mentioned, I was in some dark places too and in and out of that. And I think it's like, even like this past year, it, it's really scary because it's like, oh, I wish that this didn't happen right now. as I'm about to undergo this huge life change. Like you're kind of starting to get better. And then it's like, oh God, am I about to like fall off the cliff again? Yeah. But I do, I do yeah. agree with what you said that it's like, I mean, we like, you can't really wait for things to be like perfect to move on, you know, it's like, it's kind of like, sometimes you just have to take that leap.
1: Yeah. It's just, you just got to go for it. And you know, if it's not all right at first, it's not the end because in the end, everything's all right. So that's how I kind of try and think about it as well.
0: Yeah. And I also wanted to ask you I mean, you brought up like being like a math major. I mean, did you feel any like pressure to go into a certain major being black or like was that something that you considered going into the math field? Because I feel like that's like stereotypically, you know, they're also like woman in STEM, like type of thing of like it's like mm-hmm. it's a stereotype, mm-hmm. like a white male field and so I just wanted to ask you about that too
1: um I don't know there's always been something about math itself that's just like drawn me to it and I think it's the challenge like something like always brings me back like I want to understand it like I was talking about that with my dad the other day like I'm literally like I have like not the best grade in calculus right now but I've been watching a lot of videos and like Sort of, kind of understanding it more than what I did, um and it's something about like that, like determination for me to like learn more is like bringing me back to it. So that's why I know I want to like teach that to someone else. Because like, if I can learn it like on my own, like with the help of my teacher as well, but sometimes I need that little uh, that extra help, and I'm, that's like helping me the most right now. And I want to be able to, like, help someone else with that. But also, talking, like, linking this with race, there is not a lot of Black men in the math field, and I want to do my part and, like, join it, because I really do think I could help this, like, career field. I think I could be a positive impact, and I think I could also be a role model for it any other Black kids, men or women. I don't know. It's just, it might give them some sort of spark that I didn't know I could give. So I want to be able to do that.
0: Yeah, no, I I think that's, that's really beautiful. And I really like, like, the way that you talk about math is so, like, interesting, I think. And, I mean... I, I completely agree. I think that like, especially if you like want to go into like a teaching setting or something like that, which I know that you've mentioned doing like before, I think that like, you know, I mean, we've about it a lot, I think in recent years, but like having somebody that looks like you or that you can like relate to who's like in a position of power in front of you, I think is really, really inspiring. And I think it's like a lot of people end up going into those fields because they had a mentor that like was in that. Um, and so also like kind of relating back to that. I know that in the last episode we talked a lot about like how there's a lot of performative activism, and I wanted to ask if you've seen continuity in like real activism, or if you feel like it's still kind of just been the same thing of like intermittently like somebody will post something. It's kind of like a performative Instagram thing, but like nobody's really making the change. And so I just wanted to get your opinion on that.
1: Yeah, I I think that um, they both have definitely continued and are still very prevalent now. Yes, we have some people who actually care about the movement or just like, we're just Black at excellence in general. Like I saw a lot of people post about how Ketanji uh, Brown-Jackson or Jackson Brown, I'm sorry, we're how to pronounce. But anyway, how she was um, the first like Black justice uh, who's a female. Um, she was elected onto the Supreme Court. And I saw a lot of people of all races like posting about that, which... I felt was like I was like, I don't know, that was felt very nice to like see someone like um congratulate and like um appreciate black excellence. But yes, there's also people who like did not see or like did not I wouldn't wouldn't say see, I'll say did not like agree with um a decision that the Senate did. Um I saw some some private stories, not gonna crochet but i not saw some people who didn't <laughs> <do>. <laughs> i'm not gonna not gonna name names but i saw some people who were not happy about the decision and yeah and i'm like uh but like i've seen like the same person post an activist post like kind of and i'm like what it's like where do you stand like what what but well, you I know, mean, telling you that know. that was
0: on the private story and the activism thing was on the public story I think that's a yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah it's 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 a bit it's a bit odd, and it's like it's like why even like post like if you're not if you're not on our side like if don't there's like there's no in between there really isn't in between you're oh. either for it or not
0: no it's and that's like the thing is like you know? You know when you were talking about like some people supporting and some people not like the way that the republican in the senate like walked out it was so appalling to yes. me I was like oh I just that I mean and listen I, I there are some people that are like it's not about race it's not, it is it is if that's yes it is been, it really is if she had been a white honestly male or female that trial would have gone very differently. And I think that if you can't acknowledge that, no matter if you agree with her policy decisions or not, if you can't acknowledge that that would be different, then I don't know how we can move forward in the conversation.
1: Exactly. It's, um, I know like with black people, you have to be like, since kids, we've been like, like we've been taught, like you have to be two times as good to be considered half as decent, you know? And right. Ketanji was overqualified for that job like she had every requirement possible but there's a lot of people who are not people of color who will not who will refuse to accept the fact that a person of color can do their job because of our history and how we've been oppressed and some people think that those ideas should still be like all these oppressive ideas should still be pervasive in society today but we've changed and we've grown and we're here today and we know that we can do the job as well if not better and I think I'm so proud of her like as a black male it's so empowering to see someone who looks like me up there yeah and so, it's
0: like, yeah I feel like it's really shocking that we're still having these like firsts like it's like oh yeah it's like oh my god but it's like i mean it's awful because we look back and i i think we talked about this like a lot before too and especially in our education system how messed up things are but like how we talk about slavery one very much brushing over the brutality of it but also making it seem like it was so long ago and it's like, yes. my dad, when he started going to grade school, was in a segregated school. Like, they got integrated while he was in school. It's like, this is not mm-hmm. that long ago. <laughs> like, it's yeah. insane. Horrendous.
1: I don't know. I just don't understand how people just cannot, like, understand, like, again, like, it's, this was just, like, your parents or, your like, your grandparents' generation of, like, the civil rights movement, like. What are you not, like, seeing exactly? Like, this was not that long ago when we were fighting for rights. And we're still having to do that today. So, I I don't know. It's appalling. It's just, and it's disgusting. Yeah. And I just wish people would change and just, like, actually, like, open their eyes instead of living in their own bubble.
0: Why do you <sighs> feel like some people, like can't do that I mean that's obviously the question I think everybody's trying to answer and there's no real answer but why do you feel like people can't do that
1: honestly I think it's been I think it's stems from what they've been taught from their parents so if their parents grew up in a very like racist household and were taught to like dislike people of color they're going to project that onto their kids so in a way I no, honestly, like, I'm gonna hold you accountable, like, you've seen the media, you, like, you know, like, times are changing, you need to change as well, but, like, in a way, I can, like, kind of understand that, like, they've been, this is all they know, so, like, that's why they are the way they are, but, like, still, you can still change, because I know, like, you've, you gotta, like, see, there is some injustice between uh, people of color and white people.
0: Right, and it's, like, there, i mean there's so many different statistics that you can look at i mean especially like poverty cycles in america and like the way that the job i mean it's like you said you have to be two times as good to get like half of you know what you should be getting yeah. and it's like it's like it's insane um and it, i mean like you said like the social media i think it's two-sided because some people are like oh well it does send you down like these rabbit holes and it puts people in echo chambers but at the same time like they like i don't think that you can just exist like I mean, (laughs) like, there's so many things that you can also be seeing and that I'm sure that you have to see at least one thing. Like, I see things that are people disagreeing with me, even just in like, look at the comment sections of the things that you'd look at. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's I think that I do understand that. And I do understand how rabbit holes can make people like extremists. But I also think that that you have to hold them accountable to some extent for that as well, because it's like you can see other opinions and you're and you can do research on the other side, and that's what you should be doing
1: yeah um I don't know it's just I just don't understand how people work like it's just like i just you explain you can explain something over and over, and like you can leave the horse to the water you can't make it drink, you know um it's just like why it's like it that's why like i because like i know that can go on forever and forever because people are very opinionated it's like people's natural ability to form opinions federalist 10 hashtag shadow miss Halbrook.
0: okay Um, okay uh,
1: oh yeah Uh, anyways but people are just people naturally form opinions and people are going to be very like they're going to be very they're going to what's the word what's the word they're gonna they're gonna be really adamant about their opinion they're gonna they're gonna believe it's true they're gonna do everything they can to prove to you why it's true so i don't know I, that's why like i try to avoid stuff like that but it just it becomes hard to when it's like people who look like you are being like targeted and attacked Absolutely. But yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I think I I agree with everything that you said. And kind of moving into some more things based on media and things going on in the trends. Tell me about your Wordle
1: obsession. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. You know, I do the Wordle every morning at five, like around five, five, ten.
0: No, literally, so it's part of 5, my morning routine. Like literally, it's in the. It morning.
1: is, <laughs> and I have several different types of riddles. Um, I have the regular one, and then I have the wordle in Spanish. Oh, and then I have the waffle, and then I have the nurdle.
0: I was gonna ask so, you who did the nurdle because it's like math major. I would I do. You're doing the nurdle.
1: <laughs> I, of course, I am. I have to like. Also, I've been doing them. I've been getting them like three. Like. The other day, I got him in two. Like, I got two days, two in a row. Like, got him in two. And then today, I got it in three.
0: Okay. But honestly, it's like. Wordle is easier than Wordle. I feel like.
1: Honestly, it is. It's kind of just like if you know numbers, like, you're going to know and how like equations work, you're going to know how to do it. It's like super easy. That's why I get them super fast. But also start off with like the same like equation every time. (laughs) And like.
0: Like, we're obsessed with these games. Like, why are we obsessed? Why is it these ones?
1: (laughs) I don't even know. I don't even know how I got, like, started playing Wordle. I used to do the crosswords, like the New York Times crosswords. That might have been why I started doing Wordle. And I still do the crosswords. Like, don't get me wrong. I still do the crosswords, too. But I don't know. It's just something about Wordle. Just seeing, like, those, like, letters flip over. And if it's green, it's so satisfying, you know?
0: Right. it's just, like,
1: again, yeah. And also, it's, like, Kind of like a numbers thing too. Like you we know how words work and like patterns and words. So like you kind of just like go through like this like I don't know, like almost like robot, like you become like a robot and just like try and like come up with all these like solutions. It's just so weird. I don't know. It's just it's fun. Not weird. It's I take it back. It's so much fun. It's so
0: much fun. <laughs> Have you played Quirtle?
1: It's Quirtle.
0: It has four at once. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up.
1: Oh, okay. I've seen, th- I've seen those. Yeah. I've seen like the Quirtle and all those. Yeah.
0: It has four and you're doing it at once and you get nine. Ga- Dude, that is so fun. And they also have a practice thing attached right on the website. So you can just keep playing once you do the daily one. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. That's I, crazy. I think I sound so goofy right now. But speaking of word games, for those of you who don't know, Malik Waters is the finest word hunt player in this here planet give us your tips <laughs> give us your tricks <laughs> give us all this how do you yeah. do this how do you do this because i had like i was so confident in my word hunt skills um beating everybody on the iMessage games and then i've met you and there's been like a two to one thousand win ratio
1: that's so funny okay so I'm gonna like do something really quick. I wanna see how many like wins I have.
0: Stop. In, it's like, embarrassing. You know, I know. Embarrassing.
1: I have 1,339 wins in Word Hunt. That's like
0: we yeah. can't have a world record count here. Like, I need to know if anybody else is higher. Because I think that no one is. I really don't. I really don't. And if they are, no, if I'm sure there are everybody so many times that at this point nobody wants I'm... to win because they know they're gonna lose. <laughs>
1: no dude like literally like i used to watch videos of people playing word hunt and getting like ridiculous scores but it's always like a pattern like you look at like you try and find word endings and then you just build onto that and you kind of just like swipe really fast and i don't know it's just it's really easy i don't know it's just like i just i see a board and I can, like, literally start doing, finding words. I don't know. I don't even know how it works. I just look at it.
0: Do you, well, I have two questions. One, do you just swipe randomly, or do you really go, and you're, like, word, 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 word,
1: Um, what do you, I don't even know what you're trying to say. Like, I just, I, do, I don't even know what I do. I look at the board. I mean, I do try a whole bunch of words, though, like, sometimes I the stuff i try is not always words but like if it i'll say this if it looks like a word i'll like swipe it
0: true true that's that that a good strategy because sometimes they'll be given, them that what it does that even mean anyways next 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 <laughs> um
1: i just sent you one but i'm gonna oh, like play that they, like late we can play that later oh
0: yeah stop i was <laughs> like dead. Um, I know, guys. It's gonna be an L. It's I already know it's gonna be an L. Um, <laughs> um Let, like it's, do, 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 do We go.
1: No, 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 no. I was gonna say, do you remember that time I got like forty-four k and word hunt, and then you got like, I mean, you did get to, you got like twenty-something thousand, twenty-something thousand. thousand
0: but, yeah, but I it was know. embarrassing because it's like I really thought I really hit that out of the park. I thought I killed it. I thought, oh, wait oomph is in her dub era and oomph was in her flop era apparently <laughs> <laughs> <I'm never laughs> before, doing well apparently it was like it's like when you like we've talked about like running before it's like when you're like if you're like oh I ran like a PR this person's like great I ran like one minute faster than you and you're like great 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 never mind never mind just forget what I said <laughs> That's, that's, how so
1: funny. that's how I felt. You feel like
0: part of the reason that you're so g- good at word hunt is because you can recognize those patterns, and that's, like, math brain?
1: Maybe. I don't Maybe know. Maybe that's a strategy. I've never thought about it. Honestly, that's, like, I mean, they seem pretty, like, logical I feel like if, like, those both corresponded, but I don't know. I just, like, I've always been good at, like, word hunt, though. Like, I don't if know. Word hunt wasn't it's, a like,
0: list. Or you would have been like drafted already, gone to all of the training camps, honed your abilities. Yeah,
1: dude, I would have loved to have done that. Been <laughs>
0: <lit>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, no, no. What were you about to say? Like, I like cut you off. By, no, that's like, what uh, I was about
0: to say. I was going to ask about math brain if you think that that's your word hunt. Superpower. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, I agree. It is. It is.
0: <laughs> Do you have any last words for the people before we go
1: no i just i don't know um hey um thanks for listening i guess i don't know if you've listened this far i love you because that is nice because i don't even know how you want to listen to me for more than like three minutes um but thanks for listening (laughs) stop
0: Thank you everybody for listening and thank you Malik for coming on. See you guys soon.